Hello folks, my name is Rick Pearson and this is Prophecy USA, a program specifically designed to unveil the hidden mystery of America's role in Bible prophecy. You know, in the last days, the Bible says that we shall overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. But what does that have to do with America in Bible prophecy? Stay tuned, you're about to find out. Welcome back, folks. You know, there's a saying that if you don't know where someone is coming from, you can never figure out what direction they're heading to. Recently, I was at Church on the Queensway in Toronto, Ontario, where my very good friend, Pastor Billy Richards, interviewed me. I would like our listening audience to hear this interview so you would get a better idea of where I have come from in the past so you can understand where I believe we're going. So for our friends in the U.S. who have never been to Canada, welcome to Church on the Queensway, Toronto, Ontario, and you are there. So, Rick, it's great to have you here. Guess what? We've known each other for 40 years, which means we're incredibly old. <laughs> incredibly old. <laughs> 40 years. Now, I met you here at Church on the Queensway over 40 years ago. Yes. And now I've been pastoring here 17 years. Tell me why you want to be here and why you want me interviewing you. Uh, Billy, I wanted to be here, number one, because you know me. Right. You know my character, you know my background. But it was in 1987 that I sat in this church, and I believe you were the youth pastor at the time, and there was a man speaking here by the name of David Wilkerson. Yes. David Wilkerson had had a vision, and he wrote a book called Set the Trumpet to Thy Mouth. And in this vision, he saw the downfall of America. He saw corruption. He saw gay parades going down the streets. Uh, and he shared all this vision. And then he shared how he saw fire come down on New York City and on America. And the man that was sitting in front of me, in fact, I was sitting about 15 rows back. I was listening intently. And the man in front of me turned to his wife and he said, this guy's crazy. And I thought, no, he's not. Because God had given me that same revelation about six months before. And David Wilkerson, as he was sharing this, I could, I could feel the burden in his heart. And he said, and there's going to be other young men that God's going to give this same revelation to. And, and as I sat there, uh, I literally trembled. So, okay, when you heard David Wilkerson say this, what were you thinking? <clears throat> First of all, it scared me to death. Um, mainly because I knew he was telling the truth. Because I had received that same revelation. And um, I was overwhelmed by what I was told six months before and the experience right. that I had had. And as I was listening to him speak, it was overwhelming me because he was confirming 
what the Lord had told me. You know, the Bible says many are called, but few are chosen. In the Old Testament, uh, when you look at the Old Testament prophets, many, right. many were called, but few are drafted. They, they, they came kicking and, and, and screaming. They didn't want to do the Lord's will. Now, I didn't know what am I supposed to do with what I've been shown. Okay, and and that's, called the, that's called the burden, uh, the masa. But before we go any further, everybody at home is just screaming right now. Tell us about this experience six months before Wilkerson. Six okay. months before, come on. I, I was a graduate of Oral Roberts University. Right. And um, I had been, I was 32 years old and I received a phone call uh, from the school asking me if I wanted to be a regent. And so I went down to the university uh, as a graduate and uh, I sat there on the board with 40 different men who were all giving their lives to God. They were all dedicated 100% uh, to their calling, ministries, evangelism, um, missionaries. And I sat and looked at those men and I was terribly convicted because <laughs> here I was, I was a businessman Right. I was doing very well in business. Right. It was a family business that I, I walked into. And I wasn't even tithing. Right. And so I came home from that meeting, and the Lord convicted me. And uh, I, I had made a vow previously to God that I would do anything that he told me to do. And that was when I was 18 years old. That's how I ended up going to ORU. I made a vow in an apartment, and I said, Lord, if you show me you're real... I'll give you my life. And the door blew open. A wind came in the room and encircled me. And I started speaking in this other language. Right. This went on for about 10, 10 minutes. So I'd had that experience 14 years previously. Now at 32, I'm sitting and I'm not even tithing. And I and I'm have the opportunity to get with these men and on this board. And so uh, I made a quality decision and I took 10% of my net worth and I said, Lord, here is my 10% of my net worth. I will tithe from this day forward, and I'm, I'm going to do whatever you tell me to do. Right. And something happened, Billy. When I released that money, it activated something in the spirit realm. And for a period of about seven days, I had, uh, you know how you, you, you hear a song and you can't get it out of your head? Yeah. Well, I was getting these words in my head over and over again, all about the United States of America. And on the seventh night of the seventh day, uh, I, I, I thought I was losing my mind. On the seventh night of the seventh day, an audible voice woke me up and spoke to me. I asked questions in my mind, and the voice answered me audibly. And I said, Lord, why, why are you showing me this? Why, why are you calling me? And the voice said audibly, because I love you, Rick. And then the voice literally entered my chest and said, and I want you to have fruit that remaineth. Now, when that happened, I totally lost it. I was scared to death. And I said, Lord, and I, I, I used to fly evangelists around, and I had a friend that was a very good speaker. And I said, Lord, why don't you call him? And the Lord said, he's already doing what I've called him to do, Rick. And I knew that the voice was very stern and wasn't happy with me because I, I, I didn't want to do this. Right. Uh, and I didn't know how to do it. Now in Ezekiel 33 and 8 and 9, it says, if the Lord shows you that calamity is coming and you 
do not warn people and they go and die in their sins they will die in their sins but their blood I will require on your head yeah. but if you if you warn them and they still die in their sins they'll die in their sins but you have delivered your soul right so I I didn't know how what I was supposed to do with this revelation that I had. And here I am in a business, I'm a businessman, and I'm not a preacher. I'm not an orator. So anyway, I, I stayed, I, I went to uh, uh, down south, and um, I talked with Oral Roberts, and I have found in the, in the Bible now, everything that I was told mm -hmm. is documented in Scripture of what's coming and what's happening right now in the United States of America. The United Nations has a 2030 agenda. The World Economic Forum has a great reset. The COVID-19 pandemic has an accelerated mandate. But as the new world order plans their world without God, nothing will be accelerated faster than the prophetic word God has spoken to the United States of America. It will be the hour that changes everything. Prophecy USA is proud to present their latest book, The Hour That Changes Everything. Together with our study guide and free app, prepare yourself for one of the greatest events in Bible prophecy. Go to prophecyusa.org or call the number on your screen now to make your donation of $35 or more and receive your copy of the book, The Hour That Changes Everything. We are waiting to hear from you. Call today. What do you mean by the four major prophets in the Bible? Who exactly are they? Okay, yeah, I mean, Rick, here's the truth. Everybody I read says something different. Okay, so talk to us. There's prophets in the Bible who say, the word of the Lord came to me. The word of the Lord came to me. The word of the Lord came to me. But there's, there's four major prophets in the Bible who... <clears throat> wrote the most material in the Bible, the right. four major books, and they are considered major prophets. They're not any more important than the other prophets, but these major prophets all shared how they got the word of the Lord. And, and the words that they were given, a lot of them are the interpretation for what I received audibly uh, when I received my, my burning bush experience. Right. And so... Um, for example, in 750 B.C., uh, an angel came to Isaiah. And it says the angel spoke to him and it touched him on the lips. Right. And then it ordained him to go and prophesy. Now, Isaiah was one of the prophets that I quote in my book that prophesied 12 nations during his generation that would rise and fall. And right. they all fell, except there's one left. It's Latter-day Babylon. It's a nation called Latter-day Babylon that, that Isaiah prophesied would rise and fall yeah. in the last days. Now, about 100 years after that, after Isaiah, he died. The next generation comes, and a young man by the name of Jeremiah, he's about 17 years old, and an angel comes to him. Right. And Jeremiah says, no, no, I, I, I'm too young for this. I'm too young. <laughs> and it was too late because the angel came and touched him and ordained him and said, I've ordained you to be a prophet unto the nations. Now, I'm not putting myself in their league. Right. But I will say this, I serve their God. 
And when God wants to do something, sometimes he'll do it, and he doesn't ask for your permission. Right. And when God wants to speak, he speaks, and he'll speak to whoever he wants to. So um, Isaiah, for example, uh, when he was prophesying, he prophesied that ancient Babylon would fall. Now, Isaiah was in 750 B.C. Right. He prophesied 150 years later that, that ancient Babylon would fall. That was King Nebuchadnezzar. Jeremiah comes. He has the exact same word as Isaiah. And he prophesies that Babylon's going to fall. Both of those men also prophesied a latter-day nation called Babylon would fall. Right. So, so I could not understand what was happening and what happened to me, it took me years of studying to understand and look at these men and um, they were touched by angels and they had, they had a lot of things in common with what they wrote. Now the reason they had a lot of things in common is because it was the same God giving them the message. Right. But, but the disturbing thing to me was uh, when they prophesied, Isaiah, they say, his, his nephew Manasseh didn't like what Isaiah was prophesying, so he cut him in half. He put him in a tree and <laughs> yeah, cut him in half. Yeah. And then Jeremiah, he prophesied the same thing, and they stoned him to death in Egypt. Right. Now that's not, that's against the law in North America. Yeah. But the words that they were given, and the prophecies they were given, I have found in Scripture that they identify exactly what the Lord showed to me about North America and what was coming. Now, um, Jeremiah, uh, Isaiah was 750 yeah. Jeremiah was 630 and King Nebuchadnezzar this is around 605 BC um, King Nebuchadnezzar takes a lot of young men out of Jerusalem yeah. and one of the young men that he took was a man by the name of Daniel and Daniel gets visited by an angel and now the angel starts telling him of things that are going to come and Daniel gets touched by an angel. He falls on the floor. He can't even move. He's so scared. He said that the dreams and the visions overwhelmed him. And so in uh, Daniel, we see that, that Daniel's writing these things, and he doesn't even know what he's writing. He says, Lord, I don't understand what I'm prophesying. And the angel says, Daniel, shut the book. It's not for you to know. Seal it for the end times. And then it says, in the end times, the wise will understand, yes. but the wicked will not. So this, the, the, the things that these men wrote are for us to understand in the end times. And I believe that what they wrote and the visitation they had complements what I went through emotionally. Right. Plus... We have interpreted with this book, The Hour That Changes Everything, line upon line, precept upon precept, we use scripture, 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 scripture to verify what I believe I was told and everything I was told they wrote down. But the thing that gets me is this. The, these guys had a burning bush experience kind of like, and they got shook up. And you've had kind of like a burning bush experience. Uh, to a normal guy like me, I've never had a burning bush experience. What's it like? It terrified me. It, it terrified me. So when you went to Oral Roberts, who 
was a mentor of you for you and and he like he was a spiritual guy to help you and he's president of the the uh, Oral Roberts University all this stuff when you went to him and you said you know talk to me what did Oral Roberts say to you Oral Roberts was very gracious to me you know he he built that that the university in Tulsa with the mandate raise up your students to hear my voice to go where my power's not known my voice is heard small and my light is dim so I went to Oral Roberts because if anyone could discern whether I was hearing from God, I knew he could. And I went to him and I set it up with one of the, um, the chairman of the board. And, and Brother Roberts met me and he laid hands on me and I started crying and weeping. Right. Um, I, I was just overwhelmed, Billy. I was, I was overwhelmed by all the things that I was told, what was coming, I, I, it just wasted me. Well, you were having a prophetic experience. I was having a prophetic experience, but I, I had never studied these men in the Bible. No. I didn't know any of this. I knew all the prosperity messages because right. I wanted to make money. I'm in business, right. and I want to make money. And, and, but I didn't know anything about all of this, uh, th these, these men in the Bible that had these experiences. So Brother Roberts laid his hands on me, and, and I was shaking and crying, and he started laughing. And I was offended because I, I flew all the way down there. I mean, I, yeah, I'm really yeah, on yeah, the yeah. edge. And he says, no, 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 Rick. He said, you have definitely heard from God. God has definitely spoken to you. Now, he didn't ask me what the Lord said, but he says, you come on our board and we'll be your covering. Now, here, here's the craziest thing, okay? We've known each other for a long time. In 208, all of a sudden, my friend Rick Pearson is on Daystar, TBN, PTL. Uh, you, you've done Jim Baker, uh, Vision TV, all this stuff. I hear about you because of my father-in-law in Prince George who phones and says, why can't you be like Rick Pearson? And I said, Rick Pearson who? And he goes, Prophecy USA. And I go, uh, well, Dad, you know, he's my friend, right? And, and you knew me as a bus salesman. Well, I, not only this, and I said, like, so bring me up to speed. What happened in 2008? Well, I believe it was 2008. Uh, I went to see Brother Roberts. Right. Uh, and, and I was constantly, I would go and see him and I would ask him questions. I asked, what do you think, what do you see is coming? What do you see happening yeah. in America? Because I, I wanted to hear from somebody of that stature what, what he felt the yeah. Lord was saying, him, saying to him. And uh, I told him that I had sold my business. I retired at 55. And he said, Rick, why, why did you sell your business? And I said, Brother Roberts, I think that season's over in my life. And he sat back in his chair and he, and he pointed his finger at me and he said, don't you get ahead of the Lord, Rick. Don't get ahead. He said, the word has a season. Don't get ahead of God. You wait for him to go before you and open the doors and then when the doors open, you will know and you will have to walk through that door. Now, sometimes that's easy, and sometimes that's very hard. But you will have to make the decision at that time. Well, nine years later, um, Charles McBeady from Canada Christian College called me and says, we're going to Israel, and we want you to come. I've been to Israel four times. I do not want to go to Israel again and get baptized in the Jordan River. Right. You know? 
but this still small voice inside me says, you go. I said, okay, Lord, I will go. So I went to Israel on that trip, and it was a great trip, and I met a man in a swimming pool there by the name of Dr. Rod Hembray. And we were talking about prophecy the night before, and he says, you know, it's funny, all the stuff you're saying, my father used to say, talk about this 20 years ago. So we're in the swimming pool, it's a day off, and Rod goes swimming down, and he, he goes down into the deep end, and while he's underwater, the Lord speaks to him and says, Rod, I want you to give Rick your TV studio. I want you to build him a private studio, give him all your staff, all your cameras. I want you to produce a show and let Rick write it and let Rick um, go on television and present what I've given to him. And Rod called me several weeks later and he said, this is what the Lord said to me. Would you, would you be willing to go on television? And I said to my wife, it looks like God has opened the door. So that was in 2017. It took us a couple years uh, to get everything worked out. And then we started about a year and a half ago um, in March of, um, I guess it was 2019 we started. And we're now on probably 150 stations all across North America. Oh, yeah. And, and um, we're pushing hard. And we're, we've, we called the show Prophecy USA because my word is about America's role in Bible prophecy and where we are right now. Okay, now I have a bachelor's in biblical studies. I have a master's double major. Um, I've been to seminary, Bible college, all this stuff. I have never, ever had any of my theologians teach me that America is in the Bible. How do you respond to these people? Somebody's wrong. Either I'm wrong or they're wrong. Right. You know, in Deuteronomy 29, 29, it says, The secret things belong to the Lord, but the things he reveals unto us belong to us and to our children. There are secret things in the Bible that are hidden until it's time for them to be revealed. And that's, that's just scripture. In, in uh, Daniel, as I mentioned before, Daniel said, no. seal the book, it's not for you to know. But they'll know in the end times, and the wise will understand, but the wicked will not. In Habakkuk, when God gives a word, Habakkuk 2.2, says, write down the vision, this is what every prophet did. Write down the vision, write it on tablets, tarry for it, and wait for it, for the vision has an appointed time. There's an appointed time for every word of God to be fulfilled. There's an appointed time. And in this generation, um, I think that right now is the appointed time for us to understand who America is in Bible prophecy and where we sit on the prophetic time clock. This question I give to you is because people who have said, you're going to be asking Rick Pearson questions, you need to deal with him on this, okay? Who is Babylon the Great right now, and why do you believe that? This is what I would say about America. We've looked at this nation, that nation. For 2,000 years, everyone has speculated. Who is Babylon? Who is Babylon? Right. You know, maybe it's Rome, or maybe it's this country. 
Well, now we have a nation that has manifested, and God can speak to each one of us. As we study, He can show us the verses in the Bible, and each one of us can hear. Um, you know, the word mystery, mystery Babylon the Great, mystery is, is a, it means a secret revealed to a select group of people. The disciples had the revelation revealed to them, and other people didn't. They knew that he was the Son of God. And it's the same thing with Bible prophecy. There's a lot of people that cannot see the forest for the trees because they're steeped in religious tradition, the tradition of man, and they cannot switch. I didn't have religious tradition in my head when I received this revelation. I was, it was downloaded. So I interpret scripture a little bit different than some of the other people do. And that's, that's what I would say is called uh, revelation knowledge. Now, the fact that the four major prophets all had an angelic visitation, we missed one, by the way, Ezekiel. Right. Ezekiel was in Babylon with Daniel, and, and a whirlwind came down. Right. And the Lord spoke to him through the whirlwind. And he, and he prophesied, he, he is the last one that prophesied in the Old Testament about Babylon coming and Babylon rising. Those four major prophets all had an angel dictate to them secret writings that they didn't understand. So why wouldn't God release an angel in this generation to interpret what they wrote? Yeah. And that's, that's why I believe that if if I'm not saying I have all the answers, but if people will listen and pray, I believe the Holy Spirit will speak to them and show them that America really is in the Bible. And you know, I, I used to fly uh, a young man around. I used to fly Oral Roberts Associate Evangelists around, and I'd fly various people uh, that were in ministry, and I'd carry their bags, and I'd serve them. And one particular man that um, I was flying, I, I shared with him once, I think I was around probably 38, and I started sharing with him this revelation that I got. And this man looked at me and he started laughing, Billy. And he says, Rick, why would God, why would God tell you that? You're a bus salesman. You're not even a preacher. And I thought, the Bible says, my sheep hear my voice. God speaks to everybody. He speaks to you. He speaks to me. He speaks to you and you and you. He speaks to everyone. You don't need a prophetic experience like I had for God to speak to you. But sometimes it takes a, a spiritual two-by-four over the head like I got in order to dig deep to find out the hidden things in Scripture. And uh, my goal is to get people into this book so that people will read this book and God will speak directly to them. Folks, thanks for joining us today. I hope through Billy's questions you better understand where we're coming from at Prophecy USA and the sobering word that we've been called to deliver to our generation. Now for more Q&A, please feel free to join us every Thursday for our Bible study podcast. And I'd like to thank all of you who are supporting us both prayerfully and financially. We pray that God will bless you, 
and your families, and that He will shine His face upon you in every endeavor of your life. So until next week, this is Prophecy USA. My name is Rick Pearson reminding you that Jesus Christ is alive and that He's coming back much sooner than many people think. See you next week. Shalom.